Welcome to the Fit Talk with Coach Wilson podcast, where we focus on fitness, nutrition, and meditation strategies for fitness professionals. We understand that it takes healthy disciplines to create healthier communities. Now, let's get started. What's going on out there, guys? I'm with Rodrigo Epps from Detroit, Michigan. Rodrigo was raised in a single family home and became addicted to sports and physical fitness at the age of eight years old. His first love originated from playing sports, specifically football. Rico, as his family and friends call him, learned early in football the art of discipline, contact, and training because of what the sport demanded of him. Rico played for Central Michigan University for four years and after football became a graduate assistant coach for Central Michigan University. His love for fitness has not changed since the age of eight years old. He is now a personal trainer helping people to reach their goals. He accredited his accomplishments of being a trainer to his Cincinnati fitness group, the Monsters of Cincinnati, led by several natural physique winners. Fitness, muscles, personal health, along with goal setting has always been a passion of his. Rico loved the grind and pushing the body to the max to overcome barriers. Rico is the proud owner of Bodied by Rico, a fitness training program that provides strength and what he calls the finisher in every workout. Rico currently resides in Cincinnati, Ohio, married to his beautiful wife, Myra, with four great children, Derek, 18, Isabella five, Madeline two, and Adrian fifteen. And without further ado, I like to bring my brother, my fraternity brother as well, and my good friend Rico Epps to the mic. What's going on, Rico? How you feeling, brother? What's going on, good brother? How you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, all right. I'm just. Wanted to talk to you, man, and get some understanding about why, you know, you do what you do. And you talk to the fans and let the fans know, um, you know, about your journey and, and, and how you started uh, th this thing. So uh, my my uh, my first question uh, for you is uh, tell the listeners about your leadership journey and uh, and how you got started um, uh, on becoming a trainer. Well, that's easiness. Uh I got started because of you. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's cool. No um, doubt. No doubt. No, um, it's it's been a it's been a great journey. I mean, the leadership when it comes down to it is basically when I talked about it, you 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 did a great job as far as in and uh, knowing the bio of me. And if I would have not known anything differently, I would have probably thought I paid you to be able to say all the things that you said about me. But uh, <laughs> the good thing about it is, um, you know, we we've trained together, and I know that. Um, the leadership that you've shown in our our group, Monsters of Cincinnati, where we woke up early mornings, right? And we got after it and it was all business. It was all business. We took true, care of true. things that we need to take care of. And that's kind of sparks from where I am when we talk about training and fitness. Um, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a journey. And it is something really that I take seriously when people's health is involved in it. So uh, when you talk about leadership, it's gaining a, a continuing knowledge about my craft and at the same time continuing that where I want to make sure that everyone knows when I, they're with me 
that they're going to get the fully best 100% effort that I'm giving to hit reaching their fitness goals. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And that really uh, does matter, Rico. That's some uh, good points there. So um, another question I want to ask for of you, uh, how, uh, how do you keep your, uh, uh, your fitness training knowledge up to date? So lifelong learning is important. Um, and, you know, I, I was there when you did your uh, trainings and, and you had to go through your certifications. And I was part of that. And I saw the grind that you had to do. And we never stop learning. Um, fitness always is evolving. It's always changing some type of postural, a move or some type of um, exercise that's working in a particular part of the body that you want to continually be up on. So um, NASM, my training National Academy of Sports Medicine, does a great job of updating, staying up to date on what's current. So they actually, part of the certification that you do is you have to take two uh, kind of college education courses to get mm-hmm. certified within those two years. So sure. um, that's one of the ways that I do. Um, and then also just leaning on those that have been in the business for a while. I mean, there are trainers all over, you know, from Cincinnati, from Detroit that I admire, from uh, even Kentucky, uh, some of those guys. And just relying upon them as well, too, and their expertise, because I'm new in the game. So I want to be able to uh, be a sponge and just basically just take up all the knowledge that I possibly can from them. That's awesome. Awesome. You hit some key points there as well. Um, I would like the listeners to know that, you know, every coach needs a coach. Right. You know, um, you can never uh, have too much information. And um when you're learning from people that know what they're doing and taking advice from people that know what they're doing, that has been around uh, for quite some time that definitely can uh, help you and further your career and, um, and what you're doing, whether that's um, helping yourself or uh, helping people uh, get themselves in shape as well. So that's definitely uh, key. Um, uh, do you recommend uh, dietary supplements or enhancers uh, for your clients uh, to perform um, their training? So, you know, I, I think everybody's body is different. Um, so you got to take an account of that. Um, being as my my role as a personal trainer, I there is some subjective type of uh, suggestions I can make. Um, but, you know, to be quite honest with you, I'm not an expertise in that area. Um, my, my major thing is, is looking at where a person is in their physical being when they're looking at it and then the types of foods that they're eating because i'm a firm believer in this if you can eat and perform if you're eating the one way you can perform because you may just want to work out right you Mm -hmm. may want to work out just to be working out yeah or you may be somebody who wants to look at it from a weight loss weight loss standpoint i can suggest but it's i don't feel it's my responsibility my thing to be able to tell you hey i think you need to take this dietary supplement or this thing that nature i think vitamins are good I think that um, supplements um, from a standpoint are good um, if they're the right type of supplements. I know there's a lot of things out there that they say they're good for us. Sure, sure. Um, but, you know, definitely want to make sure. You know how that can be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't want to be that guy in the game to feel like I know everything about it when I don't. Mm-hmm. So if that was the case and somebody was to bring something like that to me, I definitely would lean on somebody of my, uh, my counterparts to help me in that particular area, knowing that I can get the right information from them. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. That's that's uh, smart right there. Um, so, um, 
Can you describe your time management approach for assessing individual clients uh, versus group um, group workout classes? If you do group workout classes, yeah, that's a good, great question there. So, um, you know, right now, currently, I do a lot of things online doing with the climate, um, mm-hmm. with the climate, not people many going to gyms and yeah. things of that nature. Pandemic the, is here. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. So, and then other things too. So we go to fields um, and doing that. I think I'll take a step back when I say, you know, in assessing clients, I first start with um, a day of planning for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that in consideration. I think that's very important because it gives me a time where I can just sit down and I can map out throughout the entire week my clients, right? And then their specific needs that they need for one another. So I can take that time and I can go to and say, here, here's Joe Blow over here. And we, I know we worked on these types of things this week, and I thought that Joe was weak in these particular areas. And I see Joe's physique, and there's some things mm-hmm. that I want to work with in, in molding Joe with his goals and, and his and his uh, aspirations of getting to a better body. So that is one way that I go about it. I take that day of playing very seriously where I can just look at each individual client mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. assess of how uh, their fitness uh, journey has been. That's one way. The second way is I ask them. I ask them from an evaluation standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, you know, after four, I, I look at it as a rule of four. So after four um, sessions with me, I want to be able to ask them, how is training going? You've been with me four times four times so far. Sure, you've sure. You've been with me four weeks or you've been with these many number of sessions. How are things going as you see them progressing? Um, and, you know, I, I got to say, uh, it's been surprising that uh, people have actually told me they've been losing moderate, uh, they've been losing great weight. Um, they've been losing in a rapid fashion. Uh, they like the workouts that is, is going. And, you know, I'm just humbled and honored to, to be a part of their life and their fitness journey because they're still sticking with me and being sure. even new in the game. There you go. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That is, that is awesome. Um, uh, can you tell me uh, three essential exercises uh, you suggest for uh, all clients and why? Yeah, the first one I think is very important is uh, is a squat. I think squatting is very important. It's essential um, when we think about our overall assessment because here it is. It takes care of major parts of the body. So I'm going to talk some little jargon here a little bit, so just bear with me for a little bit. But um, when you talk about the kinetic chain of the body, you talk about the feet and ankles. Uh, you talk about the knees. You talk about the lumbar, the hip um, complex. You talk about the shoulders, and then you talk about the head placement. Those are very important when it comes to postural assessments of a position of a, of a person when they're lifting. So when doing that, I think squatting is very essential to all parts of what we do in our in our exercises. You're always going to find yourself in some type of squatting position whether it's going to be um, looking at uh, those five connected parts so that I talked about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the first decision one. I think the second part of it is something that you can't see, but it's the heart. Um, you know, you definitely have to look at it from a cardio standpoint. That's why in my, as you as we talked about earlier, finishers, what are finishers, right? So finishers is that over the hedge where it's over mind over manner that I, I talk about with my clients and to understand them that they can finish anything and at the same time they are getting um, a cardiovascular workout that's going to strengthen the heart. Okay, They're going to sweat, they're going to be pushed to the max, um, there's going to be interval training, but at the same time 
they're gonna not like me during that time, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they're gonna they're gonna love the results. I think that's the second one, and then the third one I think about overall is I think it's the core. I think I talked about the lumbar, you know, the hip complex, lumbar hip complex. I mean, that's something where that's a central part of the body. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's giving you, that's giving you communication from your lower extremities to your to your upper extremities. And there's three major parts within that. You know, you have your global, you have your global part. That's the top part. You have your functional part in the middle. You have your local part which within the. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That over. You have your global part, which is the top part of the abdomen. You have the local part, which is the middle part, and then you have the functional movement part, that is the lower part of the abdomen. And all three parts is very essential when talking about communicating different things. I mean, you're talking about walking up the stairs. Your legs need to be able to communicate to be able to be balanced. All those things coincide with one another. So you have a strong core. Um, you have a great squat and posture alignment with that. And you have a great heart. I think those are great things as far as that's going to take your fitness journey um, a good while. And you're going to have to be a successful one. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You you hit some key points there, uh, Rico. Definitely those um, major things, especially uh, your core. Your core is, uh, represents uh, a, a big part of your body that uh, depends on um, every single movement that you do uh, when you're exercising. So if your core is weak, definitely you're going to have a hard time with uh, other exercises because you use your core uh, in every single aspect uh, okay. when it comes to exercising. So those were some great points uh, for sure. Uh, and speaking of which, you were talking about uh, clients that, uh, that that may not like you. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you handle a client who is unhappy with your work uh, with your work? Or a client that uh, that hasn't uh, achieved the goals that they wanted to um, achieve, um, what um, what kind of level of motivation uh, would you uh, do you give them, if any? Well, you got to think too. Your clients go through these different stages throughout their fitness. I mean, you have some clients that actually they're upset because they haven't lost as much weight as they think they need to lose by the time that you've been together, right? Um, or they may have unrealistic goals towards that. Um, you have clients, too, that don't like the movements that you're working with them because, you know, you have them in uncomfortable positions and right now and those types of things. So when you look at these types of clients, they're always in there's in these different types of stages. Right. There are these stages called um, pre-contemplation. They're in contemplation. They're in a action stage or even a maintenance stage. Right. And all these stages what I'm talking about is 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 the journey of a client with you going with them no matter and these journeys and these uh, journeys can go into every different client that you have mm-hmm. um when the client is unhappy you know definitely you want to take the time to really assess you want to be effective listening you want to have to use your communication skills where you have god-given ability to have two ears instead of one mouth right mm-hmm. that means for you to listen more and for you to talk less definitely um so when your client is unhappy it's time for you both to sit down and reassess um, and doing some things. I got a client right now. I tell you, um, she, without even saying any names or whatever, uh, she came to me about, mm, it was about um, two months into uh, her journey. And she was upset. She came strictly to me. She came to me. She says, all these other people around me are losing weight and I'm not losing my weight. And we sat down for a good 20 minutes just talking amongst those things of what we need to get done. 
Um, it got to the point where it's almost like it felt like she was attacking me or talking about me and our training of how. And I had to take myself out of it a little bit before, you know, before that. Um, and just kind of just sit back and listen again, that effective listening. It got to a point where we devised a plan together. We stuck to that plan. And now she's made tremendous gains. Uh, not necessarily because the training that was wrong for her. It was just more so of we came to an agreement and we both sat down and we talked it out. Okay. So we communicated together to understand that what maybe we've been doing, it may not have been working. Mm-hmm. Now let's see what can work mm-hmm. and let's just reassess so that we can go ahead and you continue to your goal. So right now she's a monster. Right now I can't contain her. That's <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and it's great that you can, uh, you know, bring clients back to uh, working working hard and trying to achieve the goals that they want because a lot of times you definitely find those clients that um, when they don't hit the goal that they are trying to achieve, they give up on themselves and they just don't want to do it anymore. So they go back to what they know, which is uh, not doing anything or, or eating abundantly. So that is definitely uh, great that you can... Um, find some kind of uh, motivation and writing those things down and uh, listening to her concerns and try to get uh, get her going in the right direction. No doubt. Uh, that is uh, pretty awesome. Um, so uh, if a client complains about a previous injury, mm-hmm. how do you handle, handle that uh, when constructing a fitness uh, regimen? Yeah, so first off, you know, uh, they're, they're talking about something that they've been diagnosed with, right? Mm-hmm. They've been diagnosed with this, and this is, say, um, say, for instance, it could be they've got bad knees or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are various different modifications and things that they can still can get the same type of workout that if you're working, that you're doing the quadricep mm-hmm. um, and those things. You can still get those types of workouts by modifying it where they may not necessarily have that flexibility in doing that. So you have older clients, you know, you have older clients that you have to, that you work with. So um, they may not have the same type of mobile, you know, mobile app- opportunities that some of your younger clients have. Mm-hmm. But you got to assess each and every one of them differently, because here's the deal. When you have younger clients, they may be looking in the process of muscular, feeling good, want to run faster. When you have older clients, they may just to get out throughout the bed throughout the day. Sure. So sure. you have to reassess and doing and you have to actually take that in consideration to ensure that you're getting that you're going to give them the, the best possible regimen for them to live throughout their day and doing it. So when, when looking at that and, um, and, 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 and just really diving into basically if they're having that previous element that's coming up again. Um, you want to just basically look at, you know, what you're doing. All right. Look at the regimen that you have for them. Uh, do that. Use that within that day of planning. And then at the same time, I think this is a good time for somebody new in the game for myself. It's just, hey, just to rely on some of the others that you have where because you ain't got to think about you ain't got to be the know it all. Mm-hmm. They already want to be with you because, number one, they like you and your training. Right. They like the success that they've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. So now you can just be an ally and just basically, hey, listen, I don't have all the answers to this, but I can tell you that if this is continually happening, we're not going to continue doing this exercise again. Gotcha. Okay? Because I don't want these things to come up again. Sure. Um, so that's that's basically how I how I handle those 
I don't know if that answered the question or not, but I know that's basically how I handle it to the point where if someone does come up with an element, element that it has before, I don't want to continue that type of regimen for them because I don't want that to come up again. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So being, being a personal trainer, you know, you have to work with all different types of background, different nationalities, mm -hmm. people coming from uh, different walks of life. Right. Uh, uh, how would you structure a training program for a senior citizen uh, with a pre-existing uh, condition like diabetes? Yeah. So one thing, first off, you know, with a diabetic, you definitely, and I don't know if all trainers know this, but they should, you know, one thing that you don't want any type of on-back movements for a diabetic. Um, that hypertension will kick in where it's going to elevate their blood levels. Um, you want to keep them upright positions. Um, and any, anything that they're doing. So anything that can be done on their feet, okay, is going to be a very key element for them to be able to do it. So um, no lying on their back ground type of movement. So I know that we love the doing the, we love doing uh, core exercises from our back, right? But there's a lot of different things, core exercises that you can do from standing from your feet as well too. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's so important as we understand that because those types of elements could bring up more for a per person where you can be in a state where it can get you in trouble. And we want to be safe out there where you design this program so that these patients, I mean, excuse me, patients, these clients, all right, are getting the best possible, as I talked about before, just living throughout their day. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to live throughout their day. Um, it comes down to posture or some things too. I mean, one thing, from a senior, from a senior senior citizen who uh, has arthritis, you know, and those types of things, he or she may not be able to get up out of the chair as much as they possibly can on a daily basis. But you can plan a regimen and a training around them to be able to do that, where they can do it at the best possible rate at where they're at right now. There you go, that and and that's awesome. Which which goes right into the uh, this question um, um, with group classes. Uh, you've taught uh, in your in your group classes. Can you explain how you accommodate very uh, various skills from um, high fitness to low fitness? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so there's three areas that I look at when I do a group session class, and it's um, three areas. The number one is the beginner stage. I just look at I classify as beginners or those that are um, elderly, you know, as far as seniors wise, I just classify those as beginners, right? Then you got your moderates, and then you got your experience. And I look at three those three different elements where I go ahead to make sure that each one of them will feel participated, they can participate in this exercise that we're gonna do. So for example, I talked about the core earlier, right? So there's multiple things. So number one, for a person who's beginner who's never done it before, they can do a standing march hold for two seconds, okay? If they are somebody that does not have good balance, they can go ahead and they can hold on to something and they can hold up their uh, march for two seconds, hold at a pause, put their foot down, and then switch legs after that. For somebody who is moderate, um, they may go into where they may not necessarily have a lot of core strength, but they may want to go in. You may be in a plank for the duration and just holding that. Because a lot of things that they teach us in the National Academy of Sports Medicine, my training is, there's levels of people, right? There's different levels. And you can't go into one level without 
mastering the first level. And the first level of, what, level of that is stabilization. And so these moderate people may be in that stabilization mode where they just need not much movement, but they need to understand stability and making sure that they can hold their body weight or positioning for the duration of this interval training that we're doing. Sure. And then the last one is just experience. I mean, experience, you let them go, right? They've got they've got the experience, but you want to continuously work with them in training. You never want to assume anything. You want to just make sure that they have all the tools necessary to complete it so that they don't cause harm to themselves and they do it at a high at a high rate. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's that, that's great. Great, great, great answer. Um, leadership uh, comes from all uh, different backgrounds with different strengths and experiences. What do you feel has been beneficial for you to thrive as a leader and open and open up doors for uh, for yourself and other people uh, like you to be successful? You know, it took me a while, a long time, man, and it's taken during this quarantine season that we're in, um, or you know, some say that we're coming out of. Depends on how you look at it. Is just the ability of faith without works is dead. Amen, um, bro. I had uh, I had a vision back in March that I put a Facebook post together, and I talked about it, saying that I'm going to have my own business coming out of this thing, and my leadership quality to that I think is just the tenacity that I showed that I said I'm not going to uh, have any type of barrier stop me in my in my path. No doubt. I was able to get my business. I was able to first get certified, get my business. I was already working with a couple of people that just wanted to work out with me. That turned into clients. And now from here, I think it's no, it's not work to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel that I can share with anybody is that you have a goal, you have a dream that you want to get to. And I should have been doing this a long time. But, hey, it is what it is, and I'm here now. But if you have something that you want, don't let anybody take that away from you. Um, I think you have to have that faith, and then you work towards that because you have what you say. You have what you say. It's, it's, it's in the power of the tongue. If if you want to uh, be the best possible trainer in doing that, then you need to put it out there. You need to make you a, a board or whatever it may be, write some goals down. And just say that I'm going to be the best possible trainer and do what you need to do in order to, to continue your education. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. Um, there's so many different search that you can have. And you don't necessarily have to just get the certification to stop. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, that's that's big. Um, uh, a lot of people um, um, I uh, have come in contact with um, has done nothing uh, during this pandemic. And that's big of you to say. You know, um, through this pandemic, uh, I'm going to figure out a way on how I could uh, become my very best uh, and not just sit back and wonder when this thing is going to end and then get back to the norm. Um, The norm uh, is not the norm anymore. There's no more normal. And what you've done in the in the past, uh, I truly believe that um, God set this thing for a reason and he said it so uh you cannot do the normal not be exactly who you were before right. this thing started and come out a better you exactly. so that is that is very awesome of you uh to challenge yourself and put yourself in a position to uh, do something that you love and do something that you've been wanting to do 
since you were eight years old. Yeah. And it's 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 big when you want to help people. Mm-hmm. I think uh, most people that have a desire to genuinely want to help people uh, are the ones that not only uh, make tons of money, uh, but they but they also find a sense of exactly who they are and where they want to be when it comes to uh, any kind of profession right. uh, that they desire to have. So uh, it, helping people, um, a majority or a vast majority of people um, with whatever profession you do, you, you definitely um, can uh, be seen, be heard, and have a, a life of abundance uh, if, you're, if you're taking the necessary steps to yeah. Um, uh, do those things so that that's definitely uh, big of you I definitely congratulate you for, uh, for taking for taking those steps that that's that's very uh, big of you well I mean think a lot of like that a lot of that man had to like I said we we've been doing this thing for a number of six seven years now where we've been just grinding out right and we've been talking about um, our our fortune, our good fortunes, our bad fortunes, our our, our, our our obstacles in our way, the things that we really want to look at and refocus. And I think just those conversations and, you know, I think during this time, surrounding yourself with people, number one, that I always I, I understand is that if you're the smartest one in the group, then you got to find a new group to get involved in um, because you're not growing with that. And I think those conversations that we had, you know, with um, having two physique winners, um, having uh, other sports guys involved with their mentality. Sure, sure. Me being the youngest guy out of the group, uh, but at the same time having a sports background and wanting to fulfill and have aspirations to become a trainer down the line, mm-hmm. that just fueled that. I mean, that's that's just, I mean, you birds of a feather flock together. Um, and if you have those people around you, then, yeah, like you said, the money's going to come. Don't chase the money. Mm-hmm. It's not about chasing the money. It's about the service that you provide. Mm-hmm. If you provide the service and you do a great job of providing service and you are, I mean, sometimes or another, you got to be a psychologist, you got to be a cheerleader, you got to be a coach, you got I mean, you got to be a brother, you got to be an uncle, sometimes you be a dad. I mean, you got to walk different hats. You got to wear different hats mm-hmm. in this fitness game. Yes, indeed. And if you're just all about going out there and getting that paper, then you're going to miss all the other things that's going to be preventing, be uh, benefiting you and benefiting that person. And you're going to have a short live. You're going to have a short life. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Now, I got a, I got a big question from you. So I've heard a lot about... Um, uh, how you train people. I heard a lot about how you got started. Uh, I've heard a lot about how you structure workouts and things of that nature. So here, here's a big question. I, I've gotten uh, tons, uh, tons of times, more, uh, more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you uh, feel about um, a client, a prospective client that... Uh, that eats um, vegan or eats a specific diet, uh, and they want to they want to be your client, but they're they're keen on sticking to this diet 
that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you uh, re remain objective and um, still work with that client uh, uh, if they want want to uh, want you to be their trainer? What do you What do you do? So, so if I hear you correctly, you're saying that the diet is not matching up to their results of what they want. Correct, correct. And, and what they want to try to achieve. Well, I think with that, you have to get, again, surround yourself with expert expert people. Um, and not necessarily, because people sometimes, some people do, some people like don't. So you just got to know the person that you're working with. They like comparisons. They don't like comparisons, right? You can't compare. You got to figure out this person if they want to be compared to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. So... If a person's saying that I want to gain mass and muscle and they want to hit that hypertrophy stage, right? And they want to they want to be big and 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 and, and those types of things. Well, and but they're strictly vegan and doing that, there are some things that they gotta be able to adjust to and saying, hey, in order for me to look that way, I need to incorporate these things. Now, from a vegan standpoint, you can be a vegan. And still do that, but you got to do some different things within your vegan lifestyle to uh, match up to where you want to get to, because it's going to be counterproductive. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be counterproductive. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you coming in here each and every day or each and every week, banging your head up against the wall, looking at me, talking about not getting too many things. You're just taking my money. That's right. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's not right. where it wants to be. So I think going back to actually getting them maybe you know i think i'm big into you know i'm big into clinical studies mm -hmm. um that's one way so you may have somebody who is a facts guru who mm -hmm. want their facts and want to read it mm -hmm. you know go page by page and doing those things um i do have some doctor expert friends of, of mine that i think can bring into this conversation um i, I think you can also have them do their own research mm -hmm. um, for that because they can be their own biggest critic mm -hmm. um, in the whole journey. So when the when the diet does not align to what they're looking for, I really think it comes down to a decision that needs to be made and saying, is that really what you're looking for? Exactly. You yeah. know, yeah. because if it's not, which are, if it's if you're if you got thing one thing over here and you're saying you want to do this, then how about let's switch roles. Mm -hmm. You become my client. I'm I'm become your client, and you tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because you're you're absolutely right. I mean, like I said, I've had I have so many clients uh, think they know exactly what they should be doing, but they're searching for an expert. But they tell the expert exactly what they want to do and what they're going to keep doing, but they're looking for that expert to give them some direction. Right. Um, that's backwards. That's definitely backwards for sure. Uh, and, and I think the, the best uh, action for that uh, is to uh, definitely listen. Like you said, you have to be listening to what this uh, particular client wants and um, be a creature uh, of, of, of learning what to do when you, uh, when you don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. When you don't have the answers, relying on those people that, that do have the answers and can help you uh, give some of the answers to your clients that they're, uh, that they're looking for. I've under, 
I've probably over the last um, 14 years of me being a professional trainer, I think that, uh, well, I'm not, I don't want to say I think, I, I know that we're all our creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we can do the same thing every day, all day, if it's good to us. Right, right. Uh, you know, so um, if the diet is great and it they think it's working just a little bit, <laughs> it, uh, they're going to continue to do it because uh, over a course of six months, they've lost um, three pounds. Yeah. And since they lost those three pounds, I mean, they they feel excited because they think that that is working, when uh, actuality, uh, it's not. <laughs> uh, so um, right. definitely, definitely for sure, you know, uh, rely relying on your people who yeah. uh, are professional in uh, in certain areas that you that you're not um, really vast in, and um, being a good listener. And explain it to people why they uh, why they do or why you should do what you're telling them uh, will definitely be some good tools for sure for you to uh, uh, use and um, further those uh, other clients fi uh, fitness um, uh, uh, goals. So right. that was that's definitely been big. I I definitely get that for sure. <laughs> so uh, Rico. Uh, uh, it's been an honor talking to you, brother. Um, I've spent uh, so many times in the gym with you. Yeah. 5 a.m.s, uh, afternoon, evening workouts. It's just been crazy. And I, I do have to say, uh, it has been my pleasure uh, talking with you and walking with you on this journey. I am super excited uh, about your brand and your company, Appreciate and um, oh, God, I man. thank Appreciate you for coming uh, coming on my show and talking to the listeners about what you've been doing and how you're going to service tons of people uh, uh, from now uh, until beyond. Yeah. And um, uh, tell all the listeners exactly um, or how they can look you up or where they can um, you know where they can see what you're doing what you got going coming up next yeah so first off man i just you know i thank you man you you you've actually you know you've grown i mean from 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 the last time we worked out and things in the nation you've got your own elements going on i mean this is this is great i'm happy for you about your own got your own podcast and got your listeners and you got your thing going on so i'm just a sponge to you um and i appreciate you I'm, respect, I'm, I, respect. I, I, am, I am honored to be on here man because i tell you um, you got a lot of wealth and knowledge in the game. You've won competitions. You've gotten to the point in helping people get and changing and transforming their lives. So, you know, I'm definitely going to hand to your coattail and doing that. But uh, for your listeners out there, they can get in touch with me. Um, I have uh, Instagram, Body by Rico. So it's B O D I E D underscore B Y underscore R I C O. Um, you can follow me there. I also have a Body by Rico Facebook page that you can follow as well and doing that. Um, you can also um, text me if you want to text, get in more information about my training, about information about what I'm doing, coming got coming up. Um, you can text me and the number I'm going to get for you here is 513-436-3432. Once again, it's 513 3432 just hashtag get body to that 
and then I'll give you more information about trains um, currently as far as what I got going on. But I'm so excited in this because I got, man, I'm telling you, I got a 21, my first 21 day challenge. Um, I got over 20 people uh, from a various from various parts of, uh, I mean, shoot, the country, actually. Um, I got a person from Pennsylvania. I have people from Detroit. I got people here from Cincinnati. And uh, I just put it out there. I was doing a 21 day challenge. Uh, where I'm going to be giving tips throughout the throughout the day and throughout the throughout the 21 days, and there's going to be some free prizes that from for these people that's going to win. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see these people gain. I'm excited to do the health. Um, I'm looking to partner with any and everybody that wants to just better them lives and their lifestyle. So yeah, get at me. Let me know. Let's get, let's, let's get body together. No doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm sure there's a ton of people, not just here uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, but. Uh, across the country that are looking to reach their goals and get body by Rico. Uh, again, thank you so much you, for uh, being on my show. I definitely enjoyed this and uh, much success to you, brother. I look forward to watching you grow and watching you uh, live the dream that you want to live, man. Much respect, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Man. All right, no doubt. And uh, we'll get with you guys soon. This is Coach Wilson here on the dial and we'll see you guys next time thank you for tuning in to another episode of fit talk with coach wilson where your host discussed relevant strategies for fitness professionals please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and listen to us on directimpactbroadcasting.com. Stay tuned for another episode with information you can use to have a healthier life and excel in your fitness career.